This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7, the ticket veteran and Ortega connoisseur, Jake Bakoven. I like Ortega and I like Pepper. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Yay, yay. We're back on the block once again. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. He's Strick and my partner, Jake Bakovin. We are here on Thirsty Thursday. Had a wonderful time with Kevin Meyer of Kevin Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Uh, but the, it's actually Meyer's Cork and Bottle. But, yeah. you know, Kevin is the don of, Cork and, of, the, of Meyer's Cork and Bottle. So we obviously reference his name. Um, pickle juice beer. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah, very interesting. It didn't hit the palate very sensually and <laughs> tastefully, but uh, huh. it was just predominantly pickle. That's what I was surprised about. Usually, when you get a, you know, kind of a splash of something in there, but but he left he left us this. Oh, there which, you go. Which helped tremendously in, uh, you know, dissolving the pickle. <laughs> needed a chaser. <laughs> I needed something to back that up. But yeah, man. Um, Great show so far. A lot of stuff happening right now. Uh, some interesting stuff happening in possibly 2024 in the Big Ten. Uh, still don't have all the details of it. We've been talking about it throughout many of the shows today. Uh, we're going to continue in that. But uh, something popped up today for me that drew a little bit of my interest. Uh, it's not from, to- from today. It's actually, I think, happened over the weekend. But uh, it was stated by uh, Sean Who's had many names? Diddy Love Love, Puffy Comb, Shuffy, Pat, P. I don't know how many names he's probably had, but he threw something out there. And I'm not going to necessarily talk about the specifics of why he did it and what his thoughts were on it. He shot it over to Howard. Obviously, he went to Howard University and uh, had graduated with a, a business a degree there and became a, a, a music mogul and uh, working with, I think, Uptown Records and then ultimately started Bad Boy Records, which launched it is my generation of music which launched you know biggie and and a lot of great artists to come out of there with total and 112 uh so he did a wonderful job in that uh faith evans great great groups there but he stated this this last time when he retreat i think a lifetime achievement award or something of that nature i don't really you know i'm not a big bt guy nowadays but he threw out the fact that he's gonna he's gonna throw howard a million dollars and he's also gonna throw dion a million dollars and um, for what he's doing down there at, for HBCUs. And, yeah. and um, my thoughts on that is this, and I want the Sutter Heyman text line to ho- holler at me and shout me back on it at 402-464-5685. How long do you think Deion Sanders will be at an HBCU? How many years? Uh, I, I really I, – because that's, that's what's intriguing me right now. He's getting – the mission – and the plan of why he went down there, I think it's working. I think he's doing a wonderful job of bringing great coaches down there, 
Um, you also, I also saw Jacksonville's own, who's also joined us on the block, and Mo Williams, who I played with in Milwaukee. He did the same thing, followed in the footsteps of of going down uh, as an as an NBA long term legend, also an All Star. Uh, going back home and 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 tapping back into uh, the city that he grew up and he planted his roots there in the sports uh, arena in basketball. But I really want to know how long. How long do you think Deion? Really, like for example, if if Florida State came calling, I mean, right now I just don't think he would maybe take a Florida State job. The reason is I think that so many realignments are happening right now. No one knows kind of where it would land. I think with so much kind of un, uncertainty about if the ACC is going to remain. Is it only going to be a basketball conference? Is it, you know, there's just so many of these unknowns that are still out there. Who's leaving? Who's staying? Will Clemson leave? You know, uh, it, it would make sense for them to bounce. But, you know, if they want to try to remain relevant, I'm, I'm sure they would want to stay. But as they fall down the power five lists of um, attractive conferences to get, strength from their conference uh in winning games you know you 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 can see possibly some of those teams bouncing I mean obviously right now Miami starting to raise the bar again get back uh Florida State still I think behind the curve a little bit I just don't think they have the money that Miami well, has, yeah but, but I mean these that's that's there. his alma mater and uh yeah. they might need a coach soon Mike Norvell's on about as hot a seat as Scott Frost is so yeah yeah so when you look at that right Bach I want to I want to toss it to you I mean you do you do you think he stays the course in HBC, or do you think the bag can entice anyone? I mean, is it does it come to a point where the bag, if the money is thrown and tossed out at a high level, that you just say, you know what, I love you, but I got to go. Well, and I think it's that and the challenge, right? I mean, if he's if he ultimately is doing so well in the FCS. And you get, you know, you get a chance to move up level. It's not just the money. It's it's like that puts you in a whole different realm of coaching, which is the industry. You're and in. resources that are available. Oh, to yeah. You, right? um, so, I mean, it's a, a, a and, and it is it's interesting, um, you know, because whatever if, if, if he did leave and I guess some would say that he maybe isn't completing his mission is that he already has shined quite a light on. It. He's already brought in a top mm-hmm. recruit to Jackson State and he's already done uh, quite a bit for HBCUs moving forward and kind of, you know, kind of bringing um, more more national attention to Jackson State and what they're doing down there. But for what it's worth, too, he's winning. I mean, he went to the conference title game last year, yeah. uh, 15 and five in two years now at Jackson State, obviously one of those uh, being the COVID year, which is why it was a shortened schedule. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that there's it, – it's interesting because you've, you've got a few different ways to look at it because I still think Florida State. I mean, if, if you go to your alma mater, who's going to blame somebody for going to their alma mater to try uh, to bring Florida State back to relevancy? I mean, that would be a huge mission on in and of itself. Um, and I would see it as still a success for what he was trying to do for Jackson State. I just don't know what the – what the end goal is there because they're an FCS program. So is it to bring, um, is it to be so dominating at the FCS level that you get a call up to the FBS because North Dakota state was that way and hasn't got the call up, you know, it, 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 teams do at times. Um, and sometimes it has to do with less to do with, uh, you know, uh, what's going on in the football field and, and more outside of it. Um, and I don't know exactly what that is, but we see teams move from the FCS to the FBS at times. Um, and, and so, I mean, I, I think that if he's on the precipice or feels like he's getting closer 
to that or, you know, if that is the goal, um, then I, I think he might stay there. But I, it would be hard to turn down the Florida State job. I don't care where you're, what you're doing. Right. If you're in coaching and Florida State comes calling, and especially they're your alma mater, they need you to, 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 to Get try it turned to, around. Try to, yeah, be the one that turns it around. Um, you know, it'd be that's similar like Scott Frost to turning down Nebraska. That would yeah. be difficult. I mean, I, I can understand that because, to be honest, like if Nebraska had called me or something – and to be just associated, connected to, tied to the program at, at some point, I would. I mean, I, I would look because if I'm looking at it, at where it's where it was to where it's come and where it is now, if there would be any way in any form or fashion that I could be a, a part of helping in the turnaround, I'm not saying I'm, I would want to be the head guy in charge. I, I actually kind of like working in the background. I really do kind of in, enjoy allowing somebody else to shine. I don't have to be in the, in the front yeah. <laughs> you know, as a front runner guy, uh, but I would probably think about it. And, and matter, matter of fact, I think we've talked about it on the block at some point where I said, I said, listen, I think I maybe I told you the story about Coach Miles, and I told yeah. Coach Miles, I said, "Listen, I know what you're paying these guys, because um, it's I mean, it's public knowledge. Yeah. I know what you're paying yeah. these guys." I said, "I would do that job for half of what you're paying them, not because I think I'm great or whatever, but because I love it so much that I want to see you succeed and the program succeed that I would be willing to come." And do it at a at a level beyond because yeah, it wasn't really about the money. So that's where I have, that's where my mind turns to because Dion's done very well. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's he's taking great care of his money. He's invested very well. Um, still in those Affleck commercials, you know what I'm saying? He still <laughs> yeah. he does well. I venture to say this. I think that he stays at a minimum until his son his his youngest son graduates. Maybe even his daughter. Because his daughter's now gone to to Mississippi State, and I, I knowing what I know of Dion, he's a legacy guy. Meaning, he's he comes from the mode of making sure that your children and your children's children are are also set, set off well. Yeah, and so being that his daughter, I think I give him at least four years, four more before he really, not unless it's maybe three, and he feels he's got his daughter. Two, two to three years maybe where he feels he's got his daughter in a good place to where, you know, she can thrive and, you know, he still kind of has a little little touch on that. But I really do think, you're, you know, you're, you're looking at probably when his daughter leaves. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Maybe that timeline she did sign there. That timeline could work out for the next Florida State coach to come in and fail, and then he'll be up there. But if he continues to succeed, he'd definitely be up there every time the Florida State job comes open. Uh, Space Cadet chimes in off the text line. I love primetime. I think he is a good coach. I don't know if he would succeed as a head coach in the FBS. He seems to be a stellar recruiter because of his personality. I think he could do great things for certain FBS programs as an OC or a lead recruiter. Um, here's why I think, here's why I think there's success for him because he's, he's smart and he understands how to surround himself with those, with the knowledge and the wisdom of what he doesn't necessarily possess. Right. So he's very good at delegation. That's where his success is. He's good at delegating and overseeing. And that's the part that we really was hoping and are hoping that Scott Frost kind of finds his way in is that that delegation aspect of being able to manage and observe and and take care of the bigger scheme of things 
and allow those in their spheres to do what they do, manage, oversee, maybe have some input, but not control and allow them to do what they do. So that's what we're going to see. We're going to see whether or not, you know, what, 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 what Whipple and, you know, he gave very good deference, I think, to Shenander. I don't think he messed with him very much. But yeah. we're going to see on that offensive side what type of, you know, deference he gives to them. Yeah, and I can't wait to see what the blend of the, the, the Frost-Whipple offense looks like, how much of it, um, you know, because I kind of think uh, that, you know, Nebraska did pretty well with the quarterback run. Is that going to be a fixture of the offense moving forward with the blend, or are you going to throw that out because Casey Thompson um, doesn't probably have the, the, the body for to take the beating that Adrian Martinez does, but maybe Chubba Purdy does, so maybe it just kind of depends on the quarterback that's that played there. Uh, fascinating stuff. I, I, I want to bring it back to to the, the 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 big news today USC and UCLA joining the big Ten and uh, this thing is moving quickly so it's basically that UCLA and USC uh, approached the big Ten this wasn't the big Ten recruiting USC and UCLA but for an idea of why USC and UCLA would do that is that it's the TV deals where this upcoming year still somebody tweet this out and it, it makes a lot of sense Northwestern Vander- Vanderbilt are after the next TV deals looking at like a hundred million dollars you know 80 to 100 million dollars per year um, USC and UCLA in their current pac 12 TV rights are looking at 30 million and obviously they're a much bigger brand USC specifically than the Northwesterns of the Vanderbilts of the right. world so right. um, that's that's maybe primarily why this is happening and obviously money and, and a fear of being left behind uh, as these conferences grow but this does um, certainly give you an idea that maybe the NCAA will be a part of this, the left behind um, because they've talked about the power five breaking off Creating from the their NCAA own, for yeah, their years own power structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might look more like a power two is what all things are indicating um, um, but the Big Ten presidents are set to vote tonight. Uh, they're already kind of scrambled together, put together a meeting uh, about the to accept the application of the membership from UCLA and USC. So it should be official pretty quickly. Wow! You'd have to think you've that got th- to you've got to think, Bach, that they're going to let them in. Yeah, the, the expect is unanimous. Yeah, because you're just asking, hey, each team, do you want a lot more money, <laughs> and do you want to keep yeah. compete with the SEC and not be yeah. left behind in what's going on? Yes, you know, you every, every team is going to want to do that. Um, the other part of it is, I think Notre Dame's going to be this, the one that's going to be left out at the end of the day. But go, I'm sorry. Well, I don't think I, they'll I just, be left I, out. They're, I just don't think they're going to. I think they're going to be late to the party. They might be. I mean, they've got to be reading the tea leaves and thinking we've got to. This in the, the college football is changing for what it is. So the independence and the NBC contract and all that. Um, it, it was great for for decades, and it really did. I mean, it, it put them it put them in their own category. Where if you remember in the BCS, they had to win like ten games to make it to a BCS bowl. Everybody else had to win their conference championship. Mm-hmm. For Notre Dame, it's just like, well, I'll just win ten games. And there were plenty of teams that won ten games and didn't get in there mm-hmm. in the conference. So the, the so Notre and Dame got blown out. Has found a way, yeah, to to <laughs> to kind of make it work for them in the past. Um, but uh, there are people. Uh, Nicole Auerbeck, specifically of the Athletic, tweeted out uh, not too long go today that uh, that she came out, got off with the fun, phone with somebody one of her sources who believes the Big Ten and the SEC are headed toward the mega conferences which is kind of the, the speculation I think where it's headed because other than that I mean you just kind of have leftovers now of the the Big 12 and the Pac-12 they could merge but even if they do um, they could make their own super conference but it would be you just don't have the the name recognition. You don't have the care factor. You don't have anything mm-hmm. that you know to to compete with the super conferences that are being formed in the SEC 
and the in the Big Ten, and then on the opposite end of that, would the ACC um, have to you know engulf some schools, and and if, and if they do, you know, good on them. Go? But where do they go? But the the ACC, they could. Where, go. where would they go? Do you, do you do you siphon off Vanderbilts and, and the well nobody's leaving the SEC. nobody's leaving the SEC right so so you'd have who, to go again to you know we've seen the the Big, Big 12 East take the UCF mm-hmm. yeah you'd have to take uh, some more American teams that's the problem is there's yeah. no more additions uh, outside of Notre Dame which the ACC maybe I mean maybe that's the key maybe they yeah. could get Notre Dame and kind of try to build up this this third power conference but I I think it's almost inevitable that you're headed toward two power conferences. What 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 happens with your TCUs and your Oklahoma States? Yeah, and your Colorados and old you know what what that's what I'm saying like. D- d- the only move you probably have in this situation is to try to emerge as a third tier, yeah, conference. That's all that. That's all. That's, that's all, all that you these got. Teams are left with SMU's and the likes of conference. The the conference USA teams of Cincinnati. I I just don't think. I think Cincinnati was an anomaly. They had an anomaly year. I just don't think now with NIL they have an opportunity that's going to be able to compete. I think they were able to build something from that foundational parts that we talked about, those those foundational places to grow it up. They stay together. They they, you know, fought in the trenches. They understood what they were trying to accomplish and they ended up finding their way in. I just don't think they had the competitive aspects of them to be able to battle against yeah. the Michigans. And, and the few teams do. I mean, yeah. to be fair, whether they're in the a power conference or not. What um, happens to the Arizona States? Yeah. And the Arizonas. You know well, what I'm saying? And and that's if the if the if there are going to be two super conferences, then there will still be some additions that still happen. Uh, again, Nicole Auerbeck believes that's about 20 or more teams. If you do 20, that's you know the big the Big Ten and the SEC with these additions now have 16 each. So that's only four more from the other teams. So I mean, if you gla- if each of them grab Clemson and Florida State and Miami and uh, Notre Dame and then you know what other teams you want to throw out there, uh, North Carolina and Pittsburgh and, and Arizona, uh, Washington. Then that still leaves out the Utahs, the Kansas States. The, I mean, just numerous teams that are NC still kind States. of just everybody that's still left out. Um, the ACC and- does does the ACC stay basketball for only? Like the ACC, I think they would just have to say we're just a basketball conference, similar to the Big East, right? Yeah, I think they. I well, think they would have football, to do that. But but no, I, I mean, if you're going to siphon off Clemson and you're going to siphon off some of those football teams, oh, yeah. your Florida States and Miamis. Then you you know maybe they then say we just are a, like a Big East, uh, we're just like a ACC basketball conference because you'll still have North Carolina, NC State, Duke, uh, you'll still have those ones that don't really have those. Uh, you know what? No, oh, well, Kentucky's now thriving over there, but um, yeah. So you go up and down that that coast, Boston College and the likes of them. So you still could form a pretty good ACC basketball conference similar yeah. to the Big East. Um, I think Gonzaga is going to have to do something in basketball. I don't think they're going to be able to keep the prominence that they have by playing in the Western, uh, you know, athletic. Well, that's the sad thing about all this, though, is that basketball is is an afterthought in every other sport for what it's worth. Basketball is not alone, but these are this is all football. This is all a football movement, and that's why I think if they break away from the NCAA, they should also – I mean, college football has been, but it certainly is, and, and there's nothing that states it more than now. Is So you don't take volleyball. It's too big for all this. So you don't take volleyball and 
I mean, right now they are. The UCLA and USC, the reports are they're taking everything except for San Volleyball. That's going to be powerful if they come into the Big Big Ten. Yeah, it means with their a lot volleyball for programs. baseball, oh for oh. volleyball, for softball. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of different things that go there. But to me, you're just – you're, you're <laughs> I think that, that some of these non-revenue generating sports maybe are still best if they're playing regional conference type deals. Mm. Um, now, they may be, may be getting the money off of – uh, the, the, the football program, and, and so that allows them to get the money to travel and all that stuff for their other teams. And so maybe that's what's wrong with my theory. But to me, it's just like the NCAA is, is too big – or not the NCAA because they're, they're going to break off from the NCAA, I believe. Um, but college football is just too big. It's it's almost its own – it's just going to be its own football league and, and almost should be treated separately than the rest of the, the sports that are – So you're saying – so in essence what you're saying is outside of the football – the regular conferences should remain the same. Or I don't think they'll remain exactly the same, but find some sort of way to make it a little more regional. Because basketball is just – is basketball almost is going to have to follow, and it's it's already weird. Like the Big 12 was falling apart, yet they have the best teams, and the Big East doesn't have football teams, and they're one of the best you know basketball conferences. So all this movement around um, for, for football – and creating, you know, just huge conferences, it's just going to make basketball. Um, it's just going to make it different, I suppose. But it, 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 it. Nothing is is being. None of the decisions are made to make basketball better. So it's just going to be whatever football has put in place for basketball to move forward with, and that's all the sports. And so I don't, I don't know because like like Nate was talking about trying to make the ACC pick up this team or that team and continue their basketball run, and that's fine. But they still have football programs, and football makes a lot of money, and they're and football's making the decision here for them. So um, it, it's almost just kind of like whatever happens, that's what's gonna you know that's what basketball have to pick up the pieces and try to make the best of it for their sport. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting topic. Sutter Heyman text line is open at 402-464-5685. Also, uh, the Honda Lincoln hotline, if you want to chime in to this wonderful discussion that we're having. But we got to take a break right now on the ticket, theticketfm.com. And we'll come back, and uh, we'll see if we'll continue the discussion. If we got Sean Callahan coming up. Sean Callahan is coming to join us. Husker Online. And so maybe we'll ask some of these and post some of these questions to him as well. We'll be right back here on the block right after these messages. 